It's good to see you in his presence. Amen. Amen. It's quite warm in this place. I'm sweating. Amen. Just look at someone and tell them it's good to see you. You look good in his presence. Amen. Amen. Just going to share briefly from the book of Isaiah. Chapter 6. Then we're going to just have fellowship around the word. Isaiah 6. Just a few points. Because I believe the Lord has already ministered to us in a special way. Isaiah chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is full of his glory. As the Sarah's themes went through a praise session, even as the seraphims went through the praise session, the Bible says in verse 4, and the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, what is me? For, for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Amen. 
they are supposed to be experiences which open our eyes to the unseen. Then one of the seraphims, verse 6, flew to me, saying, excuse me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken from the tongues from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. We need experiences where angelic activities take place and things are burned. We need experiences of praise and worship, of a worship service that activates the angels of God. To, be, to begin to apply fire to certain areas of our lives. And then it says, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I. Send me. There is a commissioning that God is doing in this season. Sending us in different ways. But he's doing a work also as we gather together, as we worship. As we experience whatever we experience out there. It says in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne. When Uzziah died, King Uzziah, Isaiah's, actually, is a testament of Isaiah concerning his commissioning. You know, sometimes there's a commission hanging on your life. And you don't seem to experience it or understand it. Till there's an experience in life. With Isaiah, is when, uh, is when Uzziah died. Actually, he was King Uzziah. A king is one that has a domain of authority. Sometimes it takes certain kings in our lives to die. You know, our lives have got different spheres of existence. There's a spiritual life or a mental life or, 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 our financial lives, our marital lives, our social lives. Sometimes it takes a king in certain areas of our lives to die. In other words, that which 
that which dominates a certain area of our lives. You know, your, your life is supposed to be a life of dominion. You were created for dominion. But because of the entrance of sin in the beginning, we find certain areas of our lives being dominated by certain kings. Pride can be a king in our lives. Selfishness can be a king in our lives. Rebellion, rebellion can be a king in our lives. Stubbornness can be a king. Stubbornness. You know, you hear a person says, there is a king in their lives. There is a king. I'm sure you have said certain words also because there's a king in your life. In certain areas of our lives. Yeah, but because there's a king. Sometimes it's a king on your mouth. That is, 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 is dominating that area. That, that, that's, that's what God wants to deal with in this season. That king that is dominating certain areas in your life that, are, that is making you not step into your commission, into who you really are. People have not even experienced yet the power and the power and the glory that is inside of you because of certain kings. Some of us, our kings is Udova. I don't know what it is in English, but Udova. That's a king. You've got King Duba. Small thing. Quit. Can't deal with 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 contrary winds. See, this was a storm in the life of Isaiah. Serious storm. Actually, when you you, you, you read about uh, when you read about when you read scholars talk about that this king actually was his relative. Maybe he went through so much pain, hurt, depression, disappointment. But that led to a manifestation of his eyes being opened. Sometimes we experience pain disappointments in life. But in, actually in the book of James chapter 1 he says, think it not strange brothers, James chapter 1, when you experience diverse kinds of temptations, then it says that those temptations sometimes come to work patience in us. I would love to read that portion of scripture because it's so good. James chapter 1. This is exactly what Isaiah was experiencing. He was experiencing something that died, something that caused pain and disappointment. God specializes in turning disappointments 
into breakthroughs. Just when it feels like something has died in your life and you feel hopeless when you don't see the future, then he steps in. He opens your eyes to something you never really thought about. James writing, he says, James, from verse 1, James, a born servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the tree of tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Various trials. Various types. You can, you can move from one trial to another trial, from another trial. Right. Here it says, James says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Faith has to be tested in order for it to become quality. Like gold. When, 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 when it is dug from the ground, it must be taken into the fire so that it can be separated from that which defiles or which, which is impurities. And God says, you're going to go through trials, fires of trials, fires of depression, fires of financial problems, fires of all kinds of stress, until when he looks at you, he sees himself. Gold should be purified to a place where when you look at it, you can see yourself. It becomes a mirror. Hello? Produces what? Patience. How many have ever prayed, please give me patience, Lord? Don't pray like that. Because to, for you to have patience, to learn patience, you go through fires. To be patient with people. Hello. Amen. You notice that when you're too young, you're not, you're not impatient. But when you see somebody becoming a go-go and cool, you see that they are very patient. So patient. In show a kid means steals her money. And goes and buys whatever they want. What go-go? Go, go, please. Leave this child alone. Mm -mm. When you tell Gogo, leave this child alone, Gogo will refuse to let go of the child. 
How many have got lost bones at home? And your mother is on the case of a child. It's because they've gone through pain and all kinds of things. So they are patient. So they are what? They are patient. The testing of your faith. Sometimes God allows things to die so, so that something else can be born. A new season, a new area, new relationships. And these things cannot, some, it's not necessarily sometimes a physical death, some, it's a death inside. Something dies. At the place of birth, there's always pain. When a giraffe gives birth, a giraffe, it gives birth standing. So the baby just falls to the ground on its back. It's part of it. When Nanjo was watching, you say, Ish. according to the nature of God, that is how it's supposed to go. That child must hit on the ground hard. And with the, if the child does not, because falls on the back, if it does not get up on the feet, the mother turns around and kicks it. Kicks it. Kicks it till it gets up and try to walk. walk. And finally it is walking, following the mother. But it hits the ground and is kicked. It's the purifying of faith. To your faith is like gold. So your faith comes to a place where you are, you are stable in whatever situation you go through. Knowing that the testing on your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Maturity is built like that. When God is perfecting you as an individual, as a, as a tool, as a vessel. And when it comes to these things, you can't compare yourself with somebody else. If you do that, you, you will live in a place where you go, you'll be complaining, why me, why me, why me? Because your destiny is different from somebody else. The greater the destiny, the greater the trouble. The greater the influence you're going to release in, in the earth realm, the greater also the pain of trials. You talk about Joseph. You talk about the pain, the depression, the stress, the aloneness. Something dies. My pride dies. 
my selfishness dies. And my perception about myself dies to you see myself the way God sees me. In the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, high, lifted up. The train of his robe filled the temple. So there comes a manifestation of certain realms of your eyes opening. With every experience that is bad in life, your experience eyes opening. To see that which you never saw before. He says, above that throne, I saw, I, I stood seraphim, the burning ones. Each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, and with two covered his feet, and with two he flew. So the seraphim, they are called, this angelic rank is called the burning ones. This is symbolic of your engine, your inner engine getting started. An ignition. You know, the, the, before, when you put a key in the, in the in, and turn it on, there's combustion that takes place. And the spark plugs spit out the fire. That was what was happening. He was getting, he was getting charged up by the vision of the seraphims. In other words, God was dealing with this lukewarmness. He had to encounter fire. These seraphims were in the realm of worship, in the realm of praise. You notice that when you are lukewarm, it's difficult to praise God. You, you, you need somebody next to you to be on fire to, to kickstart you. Or you need the praise team to kickstart you. This man was living a lukewarm Christian life. So he had to experience the burning ones. This world is waiting for the burning ones. Most of the church folk are so cold, so lukewarm, they are either going or coming, or in or out. It's just lukewarm. They need a charge. Sometimes bad experiences release you into the fires of God. That's why you don't run away from God when you experience something bad. Actually, that's when you get deeper into the things of God. So that the fire of God begins to burn inside of you. Come on, Samba, shout amen. Come on, Samba, shout amen. God showed him the burning ones. Seraphim. 
And one cried to another, holy, holy. They were declaring that God is different, is holy, separate. They were in a worship service. Church, if, if there is time to get into that worship session as, as an individual or as a corporate house, now is the time. They were declaring holy. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. If there's time, even what, what, in spite of what you're going through, just say holy. You may not have so many words. You may not have so many words. Just say holy. 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 That, that declaration is enough to charge the atmosphere around you. The whole earth is full of his glory. Just, just the sound they were releasing. They were releasing. The posts of the door were shaken. Can you imagine just a holy? So when we come together here, when we when we admonish you, church, let's praise him, let's lift him up, let's declare he is worthy, he is holy, he's he is different, he is mighty, he is glorious. We are we are we, we are combining our fires till things begin to shake. Till things begin to move. Right there, Isaiah is seeing what's going on on the throne. You see, when we come together, God, God wants to be enthroned in this place. Wants to be enthroned in our praises. But you are holy, you who's, you are holy, you who inhabits the praises of Israel. So when we come together, we declare he is holy. He is different from any other God. Separate from any other God. He is a creator. He is a mighty God. He is an everlasting father. And as we begin to lift him up, as we begin to praise him, which we give him the fruit of our lips, in spite of how we feel, in spite of the pain of trials, the whole world is in trials. Social trials, political trials, emotional trials, all kinds of temptations are in the world today. But, but when we have a chance, when we have a chance, and we're still breathing, when you have a chance to walk through the door, when you have a chance to, to, to just drive to church, huh? when you just have that opportunity, you maximize it. You say, Lord, I have this chance to come to your house. I'm going to praise you like never before. I'm going to worship you like uh, more than yesterday. I'm going to love you more than yesterday. I'm going to lift up your name more than yesterday. As they began to lift him, holy, holy. It says the whole place, verse 4, shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. You need to worship God and praise Him till they smoke. Till they smoke. I don't mean a disco smoke. 
Angisho intuthu yasedisco. Mfana kalole yabona. Bazama kuyilingisa. It's a smoke that changes your perception. Everything you see, you see it through the smoke. There is a praise, there is a worship, there is a service that activates the smoke of God. You have to praise him till you don't see what you don't need to see. See, when you look around, you don't see, all you see is the smoke. You don't, you don't care about who's messing up. You, you don't care about what's going on there. You don't care about what's going on. All you see is the smoke. Every, everything you see, you see through the smoke. Smoke. In food. Do you know there's there's a way smoke operates? It chokes. It chokes. What is supposed to be choked? That is smoke. And it changes the view in the place. Changes your perception. Wow. Come on. Come on. Come on, church. You have to, you have to worship him till the smoke. You have to bless him till the smoke. His smoke, his mist, his glory filled the temple. Till he saw himself in the smoke. And he says, woe is unto me for I am done. I am a man of unclean lips. I dwell among a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the king, the lord of hosts. So in the midst of the smoke, he saw himself differently. It's amazing how this smoke does. Not only does it show you the wrong things, but it also shows you how powerful you are. Who you really are. Some of you are looking down upon yourselves right now because of the experiences of life. The enemy has beat you so much that you've got a lot self-esteem. You've gone so much through trials, trial after trial, till you feel like you are useless. But in the realm of this smoke, you will see yourself in a different, in a different way. And what is amazing in that smoke, the, the Bible says, then one of the seraphim flew to me. And having his hand, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken from the tongues of the altar. It's another story to talk about the altar. But I just want to follow the, the fact that there was a fire that he, the angel brought straight to where the problem was. My mouth. I don't know what he was saying because he says, I'm a man of unclean lips, which means they were talking a lot of things. 
But let me put it this way. Sometimes unclean lips is what you talk about yourself more than just what you talk about others. Sometimes you are saying, I am useless, I am finished, I am damaged, God cannot use me. That is unclean lips. It's another thing to talk about other people. It's even a worse thing to talk about yourself in a bad way. He says he touched my mouth with it. With it. So the, the angel will go, will go direct to where the issue is. Got your mind bent some things. Got your, to your, your got your soul bent. Got, got your memories bent some things. Got your all kinds of negative experiences and bent some things. I thank God because He knows what you're going through. He knows what you went through. He knows what you're struggling with, and He's gonna give a solution right there. The angel did not go to the foot of the man. He went straight to his mouth. Are you listening, church? He, so God knows what you're struggling with. And there is a fire in these last days that is going to be directed to your situation. And you hear a word saying, your iniquity has been taken away. Your sin has been purged. And then he says, I also heard a voice saying, whom shall I send? This is key. I heard a voice saying, who shall I send? The Lord is still asking the same question to those that are open to what he's doing in this last days. The world is suffering. The world is in pain. The world is in depression. The world is in all kinds of situations. The world is in hopeless situations. And there are people that God is touching in this hour and this season with the calls of fire from heaven. They're, they've got completely a different perspective. They are not walking with the hopelessness that is in the world. I don't expect you to walk with the hopelessness that is in the world. There's so much hopelessness. You, you open your television, you read your newspapers, you, 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 you turn on your internet, all kinds of information that is just hopeless, hopeless, hopeless. But there is a people that God is raising up. But there is a people that shall come with a different kind of perception and perspective. You are the people that God is raising in this hour to bring hope where there's a hopeless situation, to bring healing where there's pain and destruction. You can't join the same song. It's if there's a time when people are talking, all kinds of things in the world is now. Leaps of people, so they are just speaking hopelessness. Are you listening, church? Be because of what they see with their eyes, with what they perceive with their natural eyes, because of what's going on. Devastation of economies, devastation of homes, devastation of work, job, devastation of economies in the world, disintegration of social life. And so when people sit down in groups, they talk political chaos, they talk social chaos, they talk economical chaos. Lips of people are full of negativity. But God wants to touch your lips. God wants to touch your life so that your perception changes. 
so that you speak life to dead situations, so that you speak courage to, to discouraged people, so that you speak divine appointments to a lot of disappointed people in the world today. Who shall I send? You know what he said? I am here. And that is the answer that you must give. The question is, where are you? You might be in pain. You might be in sorrow. But be open and say it. I'm here in my disappointment. I'm here in my discouragement. I'm here in my hopeless situation. Yet, send me. I am here in my own in my own personal pain, in my own grief, in my own problems, with my own situations, with my own negativities, with my own pressures, with my own disease, my own sickness. But here am I, oh God. Send me. So go so in whatever position you are at God is expecting you still to arise and say here am I send me Lord send me Lord here am I send me then he said go and tell these people Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. <sighs> it's almost like God is saying, go, but the people are rebellious. 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 If you read further, you will see that God is sending us to a generation that hear but they don't hear, perceive but they don't perceive. But I want to tell you something. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. There will be those that will hear. There will be those that will be healed. There will be those that will be delivered. All God wants is to say, Hear my Lord. Send me. Send me to my workmates. Send me to my colleagues. Send me to my neighbors. Send me to my church folk. Some of you are sent to these people right here. Right here. There are people that are going through situations. And your voice in their lives matter. Your encouragement in their lives matter. Your encouragement in their lives matter. Your giving to them matters. You've just been there when they're crying matters. Your phone call, hello, how are you doing, my sister, my brother? Matters. But sometimes you say, oh, let me just, uh, you just watch. No, do something. Don't look at somebody's tie. 
or his shoe or what they're driving. That doesn't matter. That is a soul. That is a soul. That is a soul. Don't look at uh, the fact that they look sometimes flamboyant. Oh, they look like they have everything. That is a soul. It matters. Pick up your phone, Coco. Some of you are cold right here inside. You are cold inside. You are called to speak to life inside. Some of you are called to speak to people outside. But say, here, my Lord, send me. We know when we come out of these doors, some of us forget we just get into a selfish mode. Don't think about anybody else. Learn to say, Here, my Lord, send me to one soul in a week, or two souls in a week, whether it's to bring hope or courage, or healing, or financial support. Just a hundred bucks can make a difference in somebody's life. Because when we hear you think everybody's okay. Somebody just needs just to buy a vegetable. Or to buy just beans to eat. And when you look at your hundred, you say, ah, it's nothing. No, that is something. It might be nothing to you, but it's something to someone. Think about that. Here, my Lord, Send me to someone this week. Great joy comes by saving and making a difference in somebody's life. May this challenge you. Here am I. So where you are positioned, you might have your own disadvantages, but that should not stop you from being sent. You can be sent to someone. Bring hope to someone. Bring life to somebody. Bring courage to somebody. Sometimes it's a visit. Your presence can distress someone. Without speaking of so many words. Some of you can talk. Your words can bring so much healing. Some of you can't even talk. But you can't even move around. So you can get on your momo phone and send somebody something. That's been sent to change somebody's life. Stand to your feet. Here am I, Lord. Send me. Send me to someone. In spite of my own trials. It's part of my own disadvantages. 
send me to someone. Sometimes even the things you experience yourself is a ministry to someone. Father, we honor you. We are here as a house. We are here as individuals. Like Isaiah, we pray. We declare that we have heard your voice in this season. The season of COVID. The season of disappointments and pain all over the world. Different households. Different communities. Different nations. All kinds of problems. Father, like Isaiah, we say, here we are. Send us with your word. Send us with your resources. Touch our mouths. Touch our feet. Touch our minds with the coals of fire from heaven. So we may go bring a change and a difference in somebody's life. We don't want just to come to church and go home and enjoy ourselves. We want to make a difference in somebody's life for God. I pray that God, our eyes begin to open just like Isaiah's eyes opened. Let us see beyond natural perceptions, beyond natural problems, beyond that which we experience as individuals, beyond just our natural loss like Isaiah lost Uzziah. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up each man, each woman, each boy, each girl in this house, that we shall be a people of impact, that wherever you've placed us, oh God, we shall make a difference, that every week we shall declare, Lord, send me. Who, to you? Who are you sending me to? Who should I touch this week? What hope should I bring in somebody's life? Which one should I build this week? I pray for each one of these, oh Father, that none shall depart from this planet without making a difference in somebody's life. Hey, Teachers. Teach us your words. Teach us your ways. Teach us your will. Teach us your purpose. Open our understanding to things that really matter in life. Teach us how to add value to our homes, to our families, to our children, to our parents. Teach us how to add value, God, to our societies, to our nations. Teach us, oh Father, even in this hour, in this season. We honor you and we bless you because you are our God. We are the sheep of your pasture. Even as we surrender corporately, oh God, we say use us. Let us be a people of impact in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to pray also another prayer. As the ashes, maybe you're coming forth. Uh, let me pray this prayer. I don't know what kind of situation you're experiencing. Maybe there's been uh, an Uzziah that died and there's been so much pain. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your healing grace all over this place. Every grieving heart, every heart that is broken because of disappointments of life. I pray that God, your healing grace begins to flow right now in the lives of your children. Even physical healing, Father God. Every form of sickness, disease, pain, even satanic COVID. This COVID, Father God, we arrest it and we break its power and its force. 
over your people in the name of Jesus. Even those that are watching right now, I release the fire of a healing over your body. Now, in the name of Jesus, be healed by the stripes of Jesus. For it is written, by these stripes we are healed. Father, heal brokenness, heal finances, restore relationships. Do miracles in the lives of your children because you are a miracle-working God. Let your glory fill this house. May your glory fill your people, Father. Let your people be stayed up and be on fire. In the name of Jesus, we break the power of the spirit of lukewarmness. In the name of Jesus, I pray that God, there's going to be fire in this time, in this hour. Revival fires begin to burn out of our bellies. In the name of Jesus, let our mouths be full of your glory and with your praises. For you are a glorious king. You are a mighty God. You are an everlasting father. And we thank you for the miracle realm that is hitting this place right now. In Jesus' name, be healed by the power of God. Be delivered from yokes of bondage, every form of bondage. In the name of Jesus, spirits of rejection, spirits of bitterness, spirits of pain, spirits of unforgiveness, be set free from them now. In the name of Jesus, every chain that has been binding you into the past, now I break its power and I decree a new season. I decree a new day. I decree a new level over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, rejoice you daughters of Zion. For surely the Lord has risen upon you and his glory has come forth upon you. Give him the glory and give him the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. 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 Come on, all you daughters of Zion. Shake yourself from the dust of yesterday. For it is the Father's will to give you the kingdom. Shake yourself from the dust of yesterday. For there comes a new season. For here comes a new day. For here comes a new strength. Here comes a new anointing. Here comes a new grace. Freshness. 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 Freshness over your lives. Hey! Tamaho shataya lamandaya. Ekotole bilsuma. Ekotole bashaya. Speak life over you. Speak life over you. Speak life over you. Speak life over you in the name of Jesus. Makandaya. Shout, I am blessed. blessed. Beyond every form of curse. No witchcraft assigned against my life, my finances, my marriage, my children. It shall not prosper in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I feel a breaking power of the anointing of God breaks yokes in this place right now. Setting you free to move forward. No longer shall you be the same for there comes an anointing to destroy the yoke and remove every burden from your back. Clap your hands so you Zion and shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Let the devil know that I refuse to be depressed. I refuse to stay in the place of grief. I refuse. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We worship you, King of glory. We give you glory. We give you honor. I feel freedom. I feel release. I feel something has broken in this place. I feel a new day is dawned upon somebody in this life. Somebody's life in this place. I feel a newness, a newness, a newness. The fires of God burning in your soul. For he says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hey, Shalabayanda. Come on, take a moment and just begin to thank him for what he's doing right now in your life. Thank him. Thank him. Bless him. Give him glory. 
Give him honor. Yeah.